Welcome everybody on into Megan Fun of Sports. It's Rivalry Week, baby. I'm Megan Connolly. She's Megan Gailey. The Patriots are playing the Colts this week. Both teams coming off a bye. This is troubling for our relationship. Oh, I'm. I was. I thought you were going to come in full head to toe Patriots gear. Well, I have got, my helmet over in the other. Room oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's like real merch. I've yeah. got um, two layers of Colts gear on. Um, it's also my anniversary today. Happy anniversary. So um, shout out to my husband, who I love dearly. And I've made me a Colts fan. And it's not been an easy process. And I don't know if he's all the way there yet. But yes, I didn't know you guys were coming off of a bar. I hate that. <laughs> well, if you listen to Bill Belichick yesterday, he threw a little shade at the league. He was, okay. you know, he was asked, how was the bye? And he's like, well, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of a short bye because we have Monday night football. And then we have to play on Saturday. So um, He's Uh already pegging this game as the Patriots are the underdogs, which technically on paper they are. The Colts are two and a half point favorites. Yesterday was two. I'm surprised by that. I'm very surprised by that. But, Um, um, you know, the home team usually does get three. Okay, so we're getting a little less than that. Because the Patriots sit alone atop the AFC East right now. And the Colts sit alone in second of the AFC South. And, you know, I guess it really is two teams on an upswing sort of merging and meeting at the perfect time for all the drama. Let's say for a quick second here, the Patriots aren't just on an upswing. Like They haven't lost. I think, what is it, a seven game winning streak that they're on? That's not just an upswing. They are on a terror. But the problem is, I feel like at any moment this could all just end. Like I thought they were going to lose against the Bills on Monday night football because they need a loss. They can't just win out. So you might be in luck. This might be at the right time. Well, and there's a lot of teams, NFC and AFC sitting at seven and six and conventional wisdom says you're going to need 10 wins to get in. And so for my Colts, that means they're going to need to go at least three and one for the remainder of the schedule, which is Patriots, Cardinals, who did lose last night on Monday Night Football, but are very good. I mean, have been probably the most consistent, strongest team sitting at 10 and three with Kyler Murray just running all over. And then Raiders, oh boy, Jaguars. I feel good about the Raiders and the Jaguars for you. Um, Last night, if you watch the end of Monday Night Football, the way Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals offense just took ridiculous penalties. Like they, they were, they got the onside kick, which was a big weekend for onside kicks in the NFL. What was it? Four of them, three on Sunday, one on Monday to turn on. I was watching um, from bed in the morning and I even tweeted this. People are getting their asses kicked today. And then multiple overtimes, so many crazy comebacks that, I don't really think any of them ended up pulling off the comeback, but it was shocking to see the Bengals come back, the Bills come back. I mean, a lot of teams that looked down and out, even the Ravens, that somehow made it a game in the second half. A the this the, the uh, people are calling it mediocrity. Um, the parody of the league. Yes, exactly. And then you also have people going, well, it looks like we're trending towards Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl again, you know, because they're kind of clicking at the right time. It, it, it does look like that. So they're going to be Bucks Chiefs, Bucks Patriots, which we would all love Bucks Patriots because no. we get Brady Belichick. We would I all would love, love it. Come on. The NFL needs it. That's the I would not way. love it. I want the Colts. Well, you are probably the only... (laughs) Look, Megan, I don't know how to break this to you. You might beat the Patriots this weekend, but the Colts are not going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Listen, crazier things have happened. (laughs) (laughs) But it's either going to be Packers Chiefs, Bucks Chiefs, Bucks Patriots, or Bucks Packers. I just think about... Now, you were in Los Angeles this past weekend. And um, this is where the... Super Bowl will be at yes. SoFi. I th- and and everyone's already talking about like when I, when the Indianapolis had the Super Bowl, 
I got to go because tickets were $900. Like it was like the cheapest tickets have probably ever been or ever will be. And then in, in Minnesota, I don't, that was um, Patriots Eagles. I don't really think that probably tipped the scales financially too much either. You think about Los Angeles, if it ends up being Bucks Patriots, these prices are going to be astronomical. I mean, I think it's going to be five to 10 grand for a seat. Oh, no question. I mean, the tickets were, I think they broke a record for the regular season when they played as far as ticket prices. So imagine oh if they have gosh. a rematch in the Super Bowl and, and then maybe we'd get another Adele concert, but this time live where I think she should, instead of the national anthem, if it's Bucks Patriots, they uh-huh. should have Adele perform Hello from the Other Side. Okay. Yeah. Because she's not American. Um, and I can't imagine (laughs) a non-American person wanting to sing our national anthem. And you know that based on my USC contract, if there is another Adele concert, I do get to go. That was part of my, um, negotiating. Okay. So I get, we're, we're really tiptoeing around because I'm scared. We still want to be friends. Yeah. Are you scared? Um, no, I feel really good about it. Like, oh I, my god, I'm so scared. I'm honestly think, getting, I'm getting like early 2000s PTSD. Like the Colts, Patriots, the Patriots have, for lack of a, listen, I can only point to one game that ended up going our way, and that was the AFC Championship game, and we had to come back from down 23 at halftime. So I, the Patriots scare me. Bill Belichick scares me. I know Mac Jones isn't Tom Brady, but even just seeing that little logo, it it makes it makes me feel like I'm 15 and afraid again. Well, this is good. We have you right exactly where we want you. Um, yeah. I mean, right now, I, even though the Colts are favors, I I just I can't see it betting any other way except going for the Patriots, especially the role that they've been on coming off a of bye. You know, everybody's questioning Bill Belichick because all he did was run the ball. Everybody's questioning Mac Jones. I think the Patriots come out. I might bet the over on this because <laughs> I think they come out guns a blazing and they're just going to throw all over. Well, and in Indiana, you really can have guns blazing um, any anywhere you want in a kindergarten if you want. Um, but but it is a Saturday game. Yeah, uh, prime time. Prime Saturday. time. A lot of a lot of eyeballs going to be seeing Lucas Oil. Now, one thing I do think that bodes well for the Colts is that, like as I explained, I'm having PTSD. The only the the longest tenured Colt right now is T. Y. Hilton, and he mm. was not even a part of those teams that lived under the thumb of Belichick and Brady. So we're scared as fans. Darius Leonard, he's not scared of the Patriots. They, you know, like this team is young and hungry and wants to get into the playoffs more than anything. And I don't know why we start ourselves so poorly at the beginning of the season. We This happened to us last season, too. I'm really like, wow, HBO and Hard Knocks really picked the right team. I know people were not thrilled when the Colts were announced. Obviously I was, I shot out of my bed like the damn Crypt Keeper, but they, they really picked a team that ended up being in the playoff hunt. And it probably is going to come down to the very last week. And that means good television, good drama. This is a flex game that got put into prime time. I don't, I'm wondering if big daddy HBO is pulling some strings for us. You know, I haven't watched hard knocks at all because wow. the, be, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Hard Knocks has like slowly but surely declined over okay, the years. Okay, wow, wow. Um, they they sort of like peaked out with the Cleveland Browns the last mm-hmm. time the Browns were on. And then ever since then I've watched, but I, I haven't loved it. And I've like tried to tell myself it's still good, but I haven't and watched Colts Hard Knocks whatsoever. So are they what do you think has, against the Patriots at all? Like what, what's, well, what's the mood? Um, the last episode was the going into the bye. And okay. so it was just like, this, the theme was everyone is hurt and like, make it to the bye, make it to the bye, make it to the bye. So they, they hadn't even discussed the Patriots yet. This week's episode will be coming out on Wednesday. And so I think if there is an episode to watch, I would guess it's this one because what I will say, if you haven't liked the last few seasons of Hard Knocks and you're definitely not going to like this in season one, (laughs) because at least for the training camp, 
it, the, the, the games don't matter. And yeah. so you're getting a lot more players and you're getting these guys that are on the bubble, these young players that may not make the team. You're getting a lot more family. You're getting a lot more fun. You're getting them out. You're getting like hijinks and stuff that tr- in season has no hijinks. So yeah, and I feel like they're not giving like the Colts aren't going to give HBO the access that they would. I mean, I mean they're, they're play They're preparing for the biggest game of the season, which is right. Saturday against the Patriots. Like they're not going to tell us what they're going to do. No, no. And they end up showing 20 minutes in the episode of game footage. And I know that that's very exciting for HBO to like have that footage and be allowed to use it, but it's games we've already seen. So it's like, okay. I I mean, like it's, when it's them shutting out the Texans, I'm like, well, this is fun um, mm-hmm. because I didn't get to watch that game because I was on a damn plane to Hawaii and they said there was no Wi-Fi over the Pacific. But then Delta had fine Wi-Fi over the Pacific. So, well, you knows? should write a complaint because then you'll get more points. I've learned Well, that you know that I, I have been on a complaint tear. I have been. I've got a damn European wax center blowing me up based on a complaint because once you go, I'm pregnant, they are like, what did we do wrong? I'm like, well, listen, my unborn child and I are very very disappointed. Um, but I did, I, I wrote a complaint to Delta because I didn't, when CJ and I were flying back from Indy to LA after Thanksgiving, um, we flew first class. I, I just listen. I got, I can't, I can't go back guys. I'm sorry. It's very, I, I feel to you, me. I feel you. it's very, I, I don't like who I've become. This is who I am. And so it's like a four and a half hour flight in first class. Oh, yeah. We got no food. Mm. And it's like, listen, I'm pregnant. That's how I start all my complaints now. I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, actually concerned for when you're not pregnant. I think you're just going to like milk this a little oh, longer. I'll go. I like, have a newborn. I have a newborn. <laughs> yes. I have, I have famously written a letter to Domino's Pizza where I had to, where I said that I put my children to bed hungry and I do not have children. Okay. So I will make shit up to get my free stuff. So I told Delta, I go, listen, I would have bought my, I would have been happy to buy my own food. That's a lie. Um, but you have to let people know if they're not going to be giving a meal because I'm pregnant and I need to be eating. Um, yeah, I think always complain. Sometimes I actually hope that the outlet in my row is not working just so I get the extra 2,500 points. Oh my gosh. Is that what it is? Well, an American, that's what they give you. Wow. My beloved husband, um, two years today, uh, he says that I'm a viral video waiting to happen. <laughs> like speaking of our wedding, I famously, um, yelled at a man, because our bungalow was not ready. And I just think you have the bride and groom's bungalow ready. We didn't even get there till like two. It's like, have the bungalow ready. Okay. We, we have the entire damn hotel. And, um, he was like, well, we do our very best to try and accommodate and make it a wonderful weekend. And I said, well, you missed your mark. (laughs) (laughs) And this was me getting to the hotel. So I definitely lit a fire under their asses. All right. So we keep dancing around Patriots. Colts, Megan, we have to bet on this. Okay. There has to be something on the line okay. for our friendship. So we have some options here. Um, the winner can send the tweet of their choice from the loser's account. Okay. Okay. Um, dinner sent from Goldbelly in the loser's hometown. Okay. Wonderful. The loser wears a stocking on her head during the next week's podcast or uh-huh. some weird Christmas decoration. Oh, okay. I thought it was of the team. I was like, uh, my oh, we, we could do that. My my dad will listen. My dad's going through some health issues. I can't do that. He'll die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the loser sings a verse of Feliz Navidad in a Santa suit on next week's podcast. Oh, okay. Or seventy five thousand dollars, which is you know that's like wow. what we you know five k. That's a lot. That's a lot on this one. So um, um, I honestly I like. The or tweet. you could put your baby up for grabs. You know, oh. like maybe your baby has to wear a patriot. It's onesie. Not a chance in hell. Um, I'm. I've already had to give up so much. My baby's gonna have to wear Bulls gear, Lakers gear. It's like I, I can't have him in Patriots gear. I, Conrad, I would not do that to you. Um, but I think that's what I we're think, calling him, Conrad. Yeah, that's his name. I that, love it. Um, yeah, he's being named after um, my father-in-law, who I never got to meet, who passed, and his name was Conrad. So we really lucked out with a good name there. Because sometimes, oh, look at that. Sometimes people that have passed got bad names, and you're like, could we make this work? But we we lucked out. Um, so he'll be named in honor of him, and then actually his middle name um, will be Jalen 
after Jalen Rose, who was on the Bulls and the Pacers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I he can that. he can be little CJ if he wants to be too. Okay. I like that you're going Conrad because it's a little bit of a classic name because I feel like a lot of times like in this day and age in 2021, people try to get like too cute with the name. Yeah. And it's like cute when they're a child, but then one day that person's going to grow up and be a professional. So sometimes I struggle with that. But Conrad is classic. It's cute. It checks all the boxes. I like it. I wonder about that, our own name, because it's like, have you ever heard of a grandma, Megan? No, I haven't actually. But we're, we're, there's going to be soon. Um, there's going to be a whole batch of grandma, Megan. That's going to be like the new Ethel. Um, okay. I think the tweet is, is high stakes. I think the tweet is high stakes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, we have very different audiences. I would have to deal with all of the, the stand-up comedian world and you would have to deal with the WWE world, which is actually very friendly. Someone last yeah. week told me that I should be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I know. I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, I think the tweet's a good one. I got okay. to get creative here and start thinking what I'm going to tweet from your account. Uh, <laughs> boy, gosh. People will I could know. tweeting complaints and then people would have no idea. Like, if yeah, I just, then like, they'd, be Malta, like, they'd be like, oh, it's Megan. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have um, have responded to men before that are like, quit complaining and go write a joke. And it's like, well, listen, all of my jokes are complaints, too. So I'm complaining no matter what. Oh, boy. Saturday primetime game. Okay, so here is the tea on where I will be watching. I am going to be at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl um, at SoFi Stadium with the Extra Points crew. And when Sal invited us, I was like, listen, I want to come. I want to meet everybody. I want everybody to rub my belly. I cannot wait. I want to eat free hot dogs and hopefully, you know, not get sick. But I am going to need to be watching Colts Patriots. And so I'm assuming it'll be, I mean, as much as I long to see Utah State versus Oregon State, which is the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl matchup, there's going to be TVs where I can watch. I'm imagining the Extra Points crew is going to be wanting to watch Colts Patriots as well, right? I mean, there's there's going to be people in that box who are betting on it, including okay. you have a bet on it. I mean, you're betting a tweet, true, true, which true. is which is a big deal. Um, there are going to be people, you know, Damian Harris I saw today is back. So there's going to be people who bet the over on his rushing yards. There's going to be a lot of people bet on it. So I imagine there's going to be a TV somewhere with it on. Okay. All right. So um, but that is that is not to say that the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl featuring Utah State versus Oregon State and namesake Jimmy Kimmel um, is not going to be a blockbuster. Um, where are you going to be watching the game with your I will be betrothed? in Chicago. Oh. I'm going to Chicago for the weekend. I really screwed this up. I wish I was Chicago last weekend and L.A. this weekend because mm-hmm. then – we could have done the whole extra points crew, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, watch the game together. That would have mm-hmm. been real. I mean, we could have had a video on it and everything, but, yeah. um, you know, duties call in Chicago. So um, I'm actually going to Northwestern DePaul <gasps> in the morning. Basketball? It's a big game. Oh, yeah. College Exciting. basketball. Um, uh, Northwestern's on a roll. They've won. They're 5-0 and at home. Amazing. So, I mean. I don't, I didn't really want to bring it up, but since it just came up big time basketball, Purdue, they did lose this week. So um, I'm going to bet it. And then after that, I'm going to find a place in Chicago to watch. All right. Patriots, Colts. And not only did the Purdue lose, they lost on a buzzer beater to Ron Harper Jr., former Bulls legend. So... Really, the Harper family just fucking the state of Indiana every which way possible. Thanks, guys. CJ kept being like, you got to see the shot. I was like, no, I do not. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. I felt I was happy for Rutgers. They need a win here and there. Like Rutgers has nothing. And the thing is that this it happens so often that men's basketball, they become number one and then they lose. Like it truly is like clockwork almost that they think there's going to be 10 to 15 number ones this year before they even get to the tournament. So which makes it so much fun. That's why college basketball is great. Happy to have had the spot. Sad to have lost it so quickly. (laughs) So have you met the extra points crew yet? I haven't. No. Okay. This is exciting. I had the pleasure of meeting them all last week and there is a 
a little office drama going on. <gasps> Martin, as you heard, has been, you know, um, making eyes with the secretary. And today yes. is the um, office holiday party. Oh, so. my gosh. And nothing. I am a pregnant woman. And so I am married. I have a child. Nothing gets me more excited, more horned up than just hearing about a holiday Christmas party. When I see those plastic tumblers filled with wine, I go, somebody is fucking their boss tonight. And I get excited. I, I This is what the world is missing by working at home. Yes. And like as a comedian, we don't have office Christmas parties. You know, sometimes like a show will be like, come to like the improv is having an office Christmas party tomorrow. And it's like, I don't know if these people are vaxxed comedians. I don't want to mingle with them. I want to I want to be with like guys that think their tie is funny. Okay, like those are the people I want to see drunk dancing. And and I've entertained. I've been the the little dancing clown at many office Christmas parties. And it's so funny because you get the directive of being like, you know, this is our workspace. So just like keep it pretty PG-13. And then you get there. Everyone is wasted and being like, she wants to fuck him. And you're like, okay, well, I guess we're PG-13 is out the window now. (laughs) I feel like there's a moment where it turns R-rated. Yes. And so um, I think it's going to be exciting. I think you're going to have some great stories to hear in the extra points suite at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. And I'm jealous. So um, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl is 4 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Calm down. I, I know last week we said tickets were, I think, starting at like $30. Come meet me. I'd love to meet you. Um, if you if we meet, you can rub my belly. I'm like one of those ladies that's like, touch my belly. I don't care. You can honestly, you can touch my hair, my belly. My husband says I got big old hooters right now. You can't touch those. Um, but you can touch my belly if you want. All right, everybody, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. That's <laughs> um, okay, Megan. Outside of our teams taking on one another this weekend, um, we had some we had some drama, as you started to allude to, um, in the NFL this past weekend. The Bills made a comeback, and Tom Brady showed everyone just how freaking annoying he is. Yeah. Right? Yep. Ugh. It was like the Bills who has. This team that's been struggling mightily with their identity. They don't know who they are. They think they're good and then they're bad. And like, they just don't know how to run the ball, which is really devastating because I have a lot of them on my fantasy. Um, Yeah, it hasn't been good. And then they make this lovely little comeback. Tom Brady gets the ball and just takes a dump on everyone and shows him that um, he's still Tom Brady. And someone gave me intel at the beginning of the season. It may have been you. It may have been a different gal that I love, but it was that the, the bills are going to fall apart. And I, and I was like, no. And then they were like, I think that locker room is a lot more, um, at odds over, the Cole Beasley situation than than has been let on in the press. So whether or not that's actually what's happening, but I, I was told week one, because I remember being like, I think that the Bills will make the Super Bowl. Um, and my parents grew up Bills fans. I I I root for You were circling the wagons. Yes. I, and 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 someone told me, no, they're gonna fall apart. And they and they honestly have. And the Colts were on a bye this week, as we've said. We needed the Bills to lose and the Bengals to lose, which would put us into playoff contention, which is we started the week in the nine, and we ended the week without playing as a six seed. So you owe a big thank you to the Bills Nation and to the Bengals. I mean, um, I honestly I owe a thank you to Tom Brady, and I don't know how that feels. That's tough. I know. Um I did say the Bills were going to fall apart, but I did not call it week one. I said okay. that they would fall apart, and then they did. They lost to the Jaguars, which yeah. would, could lead us to a whole other topic. But it is – I I, um, I kind of feel bad for the Bills. I mean, I, I don't because they're do. in the division with the Patriots, but, like, last year they finally got back. Josh Allen looked so good. It looked like they had their quarterback. They're going to be good in the division for a long time. And then – they're not. They just I, fell apart. No, I feel terrible for them. Their fans are rabid. And I mean that with love. Um, I know we can, you know, we can say the Lions, the Browns. I, I even when I think about it, 
going to four straight Super Bowls and losing every single one of them, it honestly feels like something out of a movie. Like, it's so brutal. And then to just be beaten down by the Patriots for so long and being kind of a laughing stock, and the fans still show up. And now to have the taste of success and feel it slipping through their fingers again, I mean... Stefan Diggs is a superstar. Josh Allen is a superstar. They have these big time guys on their team. And it just seems like I, I, I do think I want them in the playoffs. Um, And I know that that means that's a spot less for the team that I love, but I, I just really, Hmm. It's, it's a tough one. It's a really, it's tough to see them, falling apart like this. And, and I know in the NFL, there's no moral victories and to come back and then lose again. It's just, well, especially to Tom Brady, because of what Tom Brady has done to that franchise for years, it's like, come on, have a little bit of a backbone. Don't let them do this to you again. And they did. And I know it's better for the Patriots if the bills lose, but I just want Tom Brady to lose every game. Like I never want him to win again. And I know that sounds really harsh and there's a lot of money to go history like i don't care i hate him no, you don't know him anything him you don't owe him not one thing anything. and then i saw today he, when i worked for the patriots never did an interview with in-house media does an interview with in-house media in tampa and i almost feel like when he does these things he does it like in spite to the patriots like yeah <laughs> i'm happy now <laughs> Well, I don't want to make Giselle mad, but when I saw that, I go, I think Tom felt like he couldn't trust himself around Megan. You know, he would sit down across from her and go, I am taken by this Irish beauty. I can't even, I can't even begin to put sentences together. And so he just had to, he just had to say, no, I can't, I can't do this and pretend it was some other reason, but it was because of your gorgeous face and, and Northwestern. He goes, smart, beautiful, a runner. No, absolutely not. I'll go to Tampa and I'll let that lady interview me. I I love that you thought that, but I'm pretty sure if I ran into Tom on the street right now, he'd have no idea who it was. Well, because he had <laughs> to men and block, he he had to men block himself from you because he loved you too much. And if anybody has got a men in black forgetter stick, it's definitely him. Ugh, um, well. Okay, now you did touch on the Jaguars. Can we please talk about it? It's so fun. We need to get into the Jaguars because Urban Meyer has no desire to be in Jacksonville, but I think he might be stuck. Yeah, because at this point, okay, so this is what's happening with the Urban Saga. We, you know, we saw um, Grindergate or whatever we want to call it, and then they actually won two games, and so it kind of took some of the heat off, but then they've been not playing great, which is, they're the Jaguars, it's fine. They have a rookie quarterback who was the number one overall pick. I believe he's had nine touchdowns, 14 interceptions, so... He looks not... Not great. No, he doesn't look Trevor Lawrence. And they scored like nine and a half points, I think, or they've they've been averaging nine and a half points in a game for like the last four weeks. Yeah, it's not going great. And 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 so what came out last week was that there's a leak in the team. Oh, I love a leak, and I know that it's like you're a Benedict Arnold or whatever. You're like a traitor, but I'm like, please leak, please leak. Um, like White House leaks. I'm like. Yes, I love the drama. So the leak came out that Urban has was calling all of his assistant coaches losers and say okay. he's a winner. I'm a winner. I win all the time. When have you got tell me one time in your life when you've been a winner? And it's like, Urban, you hired these people. I was thinking the same thing. He hired them. And then also, like, if we're gonna have a leak, can we have like a little bit like juicier leak? They're like, you yeah. call this losers. And then it was also leaked that he got into a screaming match with a player. So he was asked about this on Sunday after another loss. And he really was like, if I find out who it is, they're going to be out of a job. Like he basically put all the blame on the leaker um, and none of the blame on his behavior. Well, and he said the guy would be out of a job within seconds. And I think whoever the leaker is, is like, oh, okay. Yeah, because great. that's how the NFL works. You get fired one place, you get hired another. Yeah. So do we think Urban is doing this on purpose because he's noticing how much money all of these college coaches are getting and he wants in on the money and he's like, I tried the NFL, not for me. 
hasn't gone right. Get me out of here. So then Shad Khan, the owner, what does he do? Because he's had a terrible track record with hired coaches. Yeah. He needed Urban. Like Urban was his guy. He fought and said, we need to get this guy. They did. And now a year later, you're going to fight, maybe fire him. And then you have to buy him out. You have to pay all this money, but like, you can't keep him. Can you, or do you keep him and say like, Hey, this is like jail. We're going to make you do this. I, I honestly almost think you keep him <laughs> to, uh, to punish him more. Like firing him would be get it, let it, letting him loose, letting him free. And at this point for urban, you look around and you go, what jobs are left? You know, USC is gone. Notre Dame is gone. Any of these big time, flashy Urban Meyer paydays aren't there anymore. So, well, I'm sure the Fox College pregame show, I mean, they already have like 12 men on the desk. Way too many. But I'm sure they could squeeze Urban in there. Yeah. And I I guess that's one of those things, too, where it's like, I I would, as an HR hiring person, go, nah, I think we got to give this guy a beat. Um, but then you see some of the men that they're willing to just prop up and put a lav mic on and you go, OK, I guess they don't care um, because it, it does feel like his reputation has been tarnished over the last year. Um, people are still so shocked that he did not fly home with the team like that ended up kind of being a bigger whoopsie daisy than cheating on his wife. Um, which I don't know if you think grinding is cheating, but I, I, yeah, I'm like, what's going on with his wife? Like, has his wife left him? That's what I'm still like. And then the other thing was he was asked at a press conference yesterday about a particular player. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I could pull Mm -hmm. up who it was Mm -hmm. and how his production was going along. And, oh, he was asked about Andre Sisko's playing more again. And Urban said, Sisko is playing a little bit more, I believe. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out Cisco played zero yeah. defensive snaps. Yeah. So, so um, to me, maybe that, this is a bit by the reporters. Yes. To me, that says the media is like, has also turned on him. It, I'm Because sh- the thing is, Urban is not a nice guy. We have never, I have never heard a nice story about him. Um, if you listened or I listened to the Aaron Hernandez documentary, did not watch the one. And Urban comes out of it looking really bad. Um, yeah. And I think Ohio State was really bad. Like, it's it's flames everywhere he leaves. So what, what reason does any media have to protect this guy that I'm sure is an asshole to them? Uh, so I do think they were doing a bit, and I think it's a really funny bit. <laughs> um, so, what's, so what happens here? Does he get fired before the end of the season? No. Do we let him... Uh, did we let him ride it out at the end of the season? Is he the first coach to go? What happens? I think he, I think if he wants out, he's going to have to quit. And if he quits, then he's a loser. Um, you know, in his mind, I don't think people that quit are losers. Um, and he forfeits that money. So I think there's a chance that like they all grin and bear it through one more year to make it to like the prenup. Um, but I think I think there's a chance that we may get more Urban Meyer in Jacksonville as a disaster. And as a divisional rival, I say, yes, give me two games a year against them. Thank you. Um, I just feel bad for Trevor Lawrence in this whole situation because he's been billed as one of the best to ever come out since Andrew Luck of the draft. So I just feel sorry for him, but I wish we could get some odds on what happens with Urban. Like, are there odds on him quitting? Are there odds on him getting fired? I need to see it. Um, Yeah, and I would even honestly probably bet the under on his wife leaving him because they seem very religious and those people tend to stay. And they've been together a long time that it's like, uh, I bet this ain't the first time he's been grinding, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking the under on that. I think um, I I think he might get fired, though, at the end of the season. I really do. Mm. I think. Wow. I think it's desperation mode for. Yeah. And then the Jaguars post up on a. Pre-game show and then wait until mid-season when someone gets fired. Hmm. I wish I could be an NFL coach of any sort because it's like you get paid a ridiculous amount or a college coach for that matter. I mean, they get paid even more. You get paid a ridiculous amount. You get fired. But then like you still get the money. 
Well, yeah, and then you get rehired by another team as like a coordinator or yeah, just double dipping coach or, or something like that, and then just wait a couple more years and you get another job. Remember Brock Osweiler? He was getting paid by like three teams at one point. And he was hot, too. Um, On that note, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more hot Brock Osweiler takes. Okay, we're back. Megan, what what else is going on? Um, I've had a real... Last week was a tough week for betting, and this week has been an unbelievable week for me. I bet my first ever Moneyline parlay. It hit yesterday. I took the over and Sony Michelle rushing yards, which was troubling for me because I have a history of completely trashing Sony Michelle on Boston Sports Talk Radio, Uh-oh. saying that he's terrible, saying oh. that the team should cut him. Ah. And then I bet on him yesterday. So he won me money. I'm very happy about that. The mega lock of the week hit, which was which was just great for my reputation, which we know is very important to me. Um, but here's the thing about like tweeting out bets. It's like, I'm probably going to lose a lot here, but that's okay. I'm just putting myself out there. And um, I hope that if I make money, that everybody else can make money too. But also I put it out there because if I lose, everyone else should also lose. So that's what's um, been happening in my, in my betting world. Wow. I'm really proud of you and, um, and nervous that I have to go against you in the betting world this weekend. Are you, I don't know. Are you going to put any money on it? Um, I don't like, uh, if I do, I'll bet the Patriots to cover. Okay. Um, I might do money line because uh, Sal taught me about that, and it's it's a lot more fun, I think, than okay. betting the line. Um, I might do a prop bet, but the props oh. aren't out yet, so I will keep you posted on Speaking it. Speaking of, you can go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have NFL prop bets that you can sign up for. Everything is free. Just name, email, NFL pick them. Um, and then there's also the December prop quiz. So some of them holiday related too. And that will cost you no money. Um, just your... Just all of your personal info, um, but not and not we don't give it to anybody. But listen, listen, the internet already has it. They 100%. have all your interview. They are following you, so don't worry about giving us your interview. Just make sure your mother's maiden name is in there and the last yeah. four of the social. Um, anyways, moving on. Next week we are going to have a um, holiday edition of mm. Megan Fun of Sports, where yeah. we potentially give out some awards. So. Um, Megan, I think that we could tease an award. We're going to give a, a worst person in sports of the year award. So Gosh. we will accept your nominations. But I think leading the way are Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. Dan Snyder, maybe Mahomes' brother. Do you have any other nominations? Um, I would probably throw John Gruden in there. I we know that we... There. We, put, we could put Kyrie in there. Yeah, I, I know Kyrie thinks he has a point um but yeah i throw gruden in there you said daniel snyder yes okay there. yeah great i mean he's um he's the meryl streep of that award you know we every could put portnoy in there every, yes oh great i mean we haven't gotten one gal in there that feels good so please tweet us your suggestions you know yesterday i tweeted that i heard a certain sports tv personalities voice coming from my tv and i truly it like my gut instinct was no like i screamed no and i turned the tv off like i couldn't even waste time trying to change the channel and so i tweeted this and people were like oh it must have been skip and i'm like it wasn't skip and then they were like Stephen a and i'm like no sometimes Stephen a does make me laugh <laughs> So I'm I like, he makes me laugh a lot. I'm like, like, I think oh, he's, I think he's a challenge. Oh my God. And then I started thinking there are so many men yelling on TV that are really unwell. <laughs> I'm genuinely like, are they okay? And no one, no one actually ended up um, guessing who it was, but it, it was the, like the intro to their show. And they sounded so angry about, and I go, how do they get? How do they get so angry for an hour a day? Is it a, a radio show that also airs on TV? No. Because I feel like the radio show, you can get angry because if I'm driving around in the car and I turn it on and there's yelling, I'll, I'm more likely yeah, to listen. Yeah, 100%. But if I have the TV on and there's yelling, I'm more likely to turn it no, off. No, and there's um there's an Indianapolis radio personality that I've tried desperately to start a feud with, and he doesn't really take the bait from me. <laughs> 
Um, but because he has so many other feuds going. But no, this is actually a person um, who at one point CJ was interviewing to work on this person's show. Um, and they were like, what do you think about so-and-so? And he goes, I don't really like him. <laughs> and, and CJ was like, I think he'd be better suited doing X, Y, Z. You know, like he had more than an answer of just like, he sucks. And then CJ was like, yeah, weird. I didn't get that job. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you would not have wanted to work with that man. He seems terrible. No, I'm um, curious. I don't know who it is. I know. So if you guys are listening and want to DM me, I've been doing this a lot. I'm, I'm, Towards the end of the year, I get as loose-lipped as I want. I also know a very high-profile athlete that is not vaxxed, that is pretending to be vaxxed. Um, so if you hear this and you want to DM me, I'll let you know that too. Megan, well, I'll let you know of that, it, Okay, it sort of leads us to another thing. There might be some hope for Kyrie Irving, who we all know is not vaccinated and therefore cannot play with the Brooklyn Nets because of the vaccine mandate. But they're... There's a report from, I thought it was the New York Post I saw, that um, this could change soon because there's a couple of caveats here. There's a new mayor in New York, but this mayor is supposed to be stricter on COVID, so that wouldn't yeah. change it. Um, they also got the Nets practice facility to be deemed an office instead of a gym, which I love. So he's able to go to the office, but he's not able to go to the gym. And then there's thought that maybe the Nets allow him to be a part-time player. My theory on this whole thing is that Kyrie loves, loves, loves attention and he loves headlines. Mm -hmm. So the Kyrie talk has sort of died down a little bit. Yeah. Like we were talking about it a lot when it first happened. Oh, yeah. How he's not going to play. And now we're not really talking about it at all. No, because there's so been I, other boneheads. There's been Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's obviously been Antonio Brown and all of the Bucks issues. And and Kyrie even like last week was like, once they have a natural version, I'll take it. Like he's just so like he he honestly keeps inserting himself. And we're like, Kyrie, enough. Um, I, well, I think he's just going to get the shot. Yeah. Because he wants more attention. Yeah, I could totally see that. The Nets are are not in free fall, but it's not going great. Um, and I I just have to imagine, and I know Durant and Kyrie are boys and friends and, and have each other's back. But at some point, I just see Steve Nash being like, no, you're only playing if you have it. Because look at what's going on in the Bulls locker room. And, and these are vaccinated players. I mean, they had to postpone two games, which as someone in, uh, that cheers for a team in the East, I'm like, make them forfeit. Like, I was like, oh my God, maybe the Pacers can squeak into the playoffs if COVID ravages the league, which is not a positive thought for me to think. Um, and so 10 players on the Bulls who are vaccinated and the the sources I'm hearing, my husband, um, are saying that it's definitely Omicron. And so I, I don't know if these guys aren't boosted. I'm boosted. Are you boosted? Boosted. Yeah. So reports are coming out that like, I, I've only heard a Pfizer one that it's that being boosted doubles your chances against Omicron. And so these guys may not be boosted yet. And these variants, yeah, they're going to rip through locker rooms that like, I don't see a Nets player being like, yeah, no, he can he can come here and play in the city where people take the subway and are the most densely packed of any city in the country. Nah. Well, I just think Kyrie's going to he's going to reluctantly get the vaccine. He's going to have some Instagram post about it. Yeah. And he'll be news for three days and then he'll be back and then he'll be back in the news because he's back playing. So, and then he'll make some, we have some weird press conference and then he'll be in the news again. This has nothing to do with his thoughts about the vaccine. It has everything to do with he needs attention. Yes. Um, so. Um, so before we go, I do think we should touch on the freak show that is happening Saturday night. Ooh, ooh, wait, we have breaking news. Someone's telling me in my ear, breaking news. The Browns are now in enhanced COVID-19 protocols, placing guard Drew Forbes, tight end Austin Hooper, who was huge for me, big pickup for me in fantasy football this week. Wide receiver Jarvis Landry, defensive end. Um, I'm just not even going to try. Tinley, Tackerus McKinley, guard Wyatt Teller, tackle Dred Jedrick Wills on the list. That's a no lot. No quarterback. Baker Mayfield as of now, but seven players on the list. 
There's a um, lot of offensive linemen on the list. Defense and offense. Works um, very close with the offensive line, so no Baker right now. Wow. Okay. All right, we should see the line for the, the Browns right now and just bet it because oh, this is addicted. breaking news. You're oh, addicted. my God. Okay. Mybookie.com right now. I'll let you um, look up that as I touch on the fact that Frank Gore, um, former I, – I think he, like, just left the league, like, last week um, because he was on the Dolphins, I believe, this season. He's a, he's a future Hall of Famer. Yes, future Hall of Famer. Um, one of the longest tenured running backs in a league that we have been critical of that they just throw running backs aside. Um, 49ers, great, was on the Colts for a little bit. Dolphins has, has made his stops around the NFL. He's short, though. Um, he is going to be fighting former NBA player um, Darren Williams. And that is the undercard fight for what is going to be another Paul Brothers fight. This time, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Megan, I have a um, brutal confession to make that I have seen every single Paul Brothers fight. Jake, every one, every single one, because my husband buys all of them. He has bought every single Paul Brothers fight and he does. He is not rooting that for them. He is rooting against them. But what I tell him is it doesn't matter. The money still gets to them somehow. And it is so these fights are bad. The guys are so annoying. I was really hoping that Tommy Fury was going to be fighting of Love Island fame. Um, Tommy and Molly were, they may have won, but they were like a a dynamic couple. And it was supposed to be him. He pulled out at the last second. Um, It happened like just last week. And so now it's a Tyron Woodley rematch. And I, I get very confused because it's like... It's not UFC, it's boxing, but some of them are, it's all over the place. At some point, I got to watch one of these motherfuckers lose because now I have seen them win. They win, they've won every single one and it is so, and I just sit in my house and it really, when you see the people there, you go, this is I mean, this this is whoever did not get arrested on January 6th. Like, it's the lowest of the low. Sometimes my husband has friends there. I do recognize people in the crowd. So I'm throwing in that maybe I know insurrectionist. And you're just like, oh, my, I started to feel like my own father. Because I remember as, as a teen watching Temptation Island, the, um, the original. There is a reboot. Highly recommend. And my dad would come in and be like, this is contributing to the moral decay of our society. <laughs> and that, and I was like, no, this is fun. This is just people like cheating on their spouses on TV. Okay. Light, easy breezy. And now I watch these Paul brother fights and I'm like a thousand years old going, this is contributing to the moral decay of our society. Um, I'm excited to see Frank Gore because I just think he's an unbelievable athlete to do what he's done for so long, but I think he's going to get crushed by Williams. Uh, you think, um, you as think far it's going to be a the, Nate Robinson situation? I think it might. Oh I, God, I, that, I one, that one hurt um, me deep in my soul. I, I am, I'm going to watch this fight. I, I haven't seen nearly as many Paul brother fights as you have. I've seen a couple, but last night when I was watching Monday night football, it occurred to me that, um, yeah, Cooper Cup Cooper looks Cup. like a Paul brother. He does. Oh my gosh! So Maybe I think that we should get like him. In him. Maybe that's why I don't. That like could him. be it. Okay. And I do think he's going to get MVP. I know last week we had that brief conversation. I think it's going to be him. So I'm sorry, but he looks like a Paul brother. So maybe you know we have Frank Gore entering into this world now. Maybe eventually there's a spot for Cooper Cup. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe. Oh, and don't worry, my husband's also having people over for it. Um, so I will be going from Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Who knows what state I'm going to be in? It's really, it, it, I, I do have to admit, and, and maybe someone out there who is in recovery is going to hear this as a red flag. It is wild to just be like, I've been sober this whole football season. And there's been some things I'd wanted to drown my sorrows about, and I can't. So if the Colts lose, I'm just going to be sober and sad watching a Paul brother make 25 gazillion dollars. Oh my God. I think about that often in my life. Like I think the hardest part about being pregnant would be being sober for 10 months. They lie to you. It's not nine. It's, no, 10. it's 10. It's not the fact that your body is 
is growing and forming human and that you're tired and throwing up all the time, it's that you can't drink. Yeah. And at the beginning, you really don't want to. And like, I really Mm -hmm. don't have an urge for it now. And it's like, I'm an Irish girl. I'm, I'm a boozer, um, and a weed smoker. And so you don't, you, you really like, you are like food and, and wanting to like do positive things. But then being on our baby moon, when it was raining the first two days in Hawaii, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'd be getting drunk if this was any other, like it's raining on vacation. I'd be, are you a mocktailer? Yeah, I've had some mocktails. Um, I've been doing some ginger beer. And, okay. you know, you can you can definitely have, like, a glass of wine. Um, or, you know, or you can have a pina colada here, here and there. But... I, I would got, have to do that, like, in my room because you would get so many stares by people. And you know like, what? Oof. I don't really even get... It's funny because I did order, like, a pina colada. Um, and they brought it to my husband. And it's like, listen, bitch, I'm drinking it, Okay. <laughs> on the edge and I had my 20 week ultrasound yesterday and little man is growing and kicking and looking really good oh my gosh he had his legs crossed at his ankles like a little prince and um she showed us his testicles up close <laughs> oh wow that's that's exciting and then she wrote um, it's a I boy. Think we're gonna have to um bet on if you go early or oh, late yeah we'll have to we'll have to and I think I I think I and we should bet on the the size of the baby, the length of the baby. Like we should have a whole extra points office pool betting about your baby. You said you want to make money off of him. I do. I do. I I sorry. I just um said the name, but I haven't said what the last name is going to be. Okay, and I know that's some real mainstream media liberal shit, but okay, it might be different. Um, can you give us an update on the Browns line? Before we go. Um, oh, well, I just bet it. So the line right now is still minus four. The Browns are favors, but I bet the Raiders plus four because of what's going on in the locker room. Okay. And the Raiders. And I really I don't mean, like the Raiders situation right now. No. Like, I think they're an absolute disaster. So um, that's a bold bet by me, but it was an impulse bet, which most of my bets are. So we'll see how it goes. Keep us updated on that. Um, I know you and I will be live tweeting the game, whether we like it or not. Um, I know we'll keep it friendly and sweet. Megan's never turn on each other unless it's over a man and we both have men. Um, so yeah, And we spell our name the same. So yes. I feel like that's an even closer bond. I, like if you had an H, I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, bitch. you'd be like, fuck her, fuck the Colts. But M-E-G-A-N, I say um, best of luck to you and yours. Best of luck. Enjoy Saturday at the Kimmel Bowl. I will be missing you all. I can't wait to hear an update on the office holiday party. There's a lot riding on that. We're very excited to see. Later in the week, I will have my Mega Lock of the Week. We are now one and one for the Mega Lock. So you got a 50-50 chance of winning some money. So you better lock that bet in. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to tell you it. Um, And thanks for listening to our show. Rate, review, subscribe. And download at the money grab on extra points. Go Colts. Go Pats. Ah!